Blog Talk Radio. Okay. We are now about to get ready to start. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Lord, we ask that you forgive us for all of our sins. Lord, your word says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our fault, that he's just and able to forgive us for all unrighteousness. Lord, if we sin upon you, we ask that you forgive us this day. Lord, we know that you have forgiven us if we have called upon you. You've thrown into the sea of forgiveness, Psalms 103, 11, and 12, and Psalms 85, 2. I come up against every satanic force that will try to block this teaching. I come up against boys and bouncy electronical spirits. I come up against the spirits of slumber. I come up against religious spirits. I come up against the prosperity doctrine. Doctrine that's not sound. Any doctrine that's not sound, I come up against it in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Lord, use me as your oracle. Yet Michael, the archangel, when contempting about the body of Moses, does not bring in any real accusation, but said, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. We're talking about demons, and I want to pivot in a way that can show you where we left off last time about the unclean spirits. When they go into a man, they bring seven others worse. Well, I'm going to show you an area that you need to really shut off in order for that to not to happen to you. You'll be really surprised. Uh, we talked and then we ended in the book of Acts last night on the son of Sceva. And I was talking about why pastors don't want to deal uh, with uh, the ministry of deliverance. But let me say this here. Uh, being connected and liking the world as a Christian will open up a lot of demons. There's a lot of things that Christians do, and I'm not here to judge nobody. You know, I can't judge anybody, but if these scriptures show some things in your life that you're doing, you're going to really have a problem with demonic spirits because Satan is the God of this world. You have to understand that Jesus was carried into a very high mountain, and, and the devil said, i give you all these kingdoms if you will bow down and worship me. The devil got a lot to give you, but it comes at a price. It's temporal. But Christ have a lot to give you. It comes as a price, eternal. Temporal or eternal. And when you get delivered, as we said uh, yesterday in Luke eleven twenty. For when the unclean spirit has gone out of a man, he walked through dry places seeking rest and finding none. He said, I will return to my house where I came out. If you like the world, you're going to open up the door for these spirits to come back in. You're not, not all demons come at you from the world. Generational spirits you have to be breaking by curses. We're going to be dealing with all that. But I want to do a little emphasis on Christians not liking the world because you will open up doors to demons. If you are a friend of the world, you're an enemy of God. And a lot of people don't realize that. you got so many Christians. I don't buy Beyonce's albums. I don't buy no musician's music but Jermaine Edwards. We have a new one out. Jermaine Edwards sent us a new one. And I pray that you go to the Internet radio and listen, listen to it. The world... God speaks a lot about, and a lot of people don't recognize it. They say, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. Yes, you are. 
because we're supposed to be in the world, not of the world. And let me say this about the Christians involved with the politics thing. That's worldly. Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio, named his son Donald Trump. Lord, have mercy. That's idolatry. Then he had to get on the radio station. This is a Christian and apologize for idling Donald Trump. I don't idle. No, ain't no man on this earth. Dr. Martin Luther King, none of them. It's not honored above my Savior, Jesus of Nazareth. And Dr. King, he did his thing, but Jesus did his thing better than Dr. King and all of them. It's Jesus of Nazareth for me. I'm 61. I've done that, did that. But let me say this. You may not know that you're tampering with the world. And I was about to go direct into demonology, and I was meditating, and the Lord moved on my heart. And this thing that's been looking at me, just looking at me, I said, okay, God's trying to show me something. Please listen to this, because I don't want demons coming into you if you're trying to get them out. <laughs> there has to be a change in direction. Because when these things uh, come out, it says, then go and he and take to him seven other spirits, more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Now, they're going to bring more spirits worse than them. The reason why they do that is to make sure that they don't come out. That's their purpose. In James 4, 4, the Bible says, Ye adulteresses and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enemy with God. Whoso therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Friendship of the world is spiritual adultery, unfaithfulness to God, and our pledge of commitment to him. He tells us this. In First John two fifteen, I want to see something here. I have uh, a good Bible to study, and it's the King James. And I want to make sure that I explain this before I go to something else. Friendship of the world is spiritual adultery, unfaithfulness to God, and our pledge of commitments to Him based on 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 through 17, and Isaiah chapter 54, verse 5, and also Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 20. It involves embracing the world's attitudes, values, and sinful ways. Now, I'm going to have to do a teaching on Christian relationship to the world. Because we need it. <laughs> the Lord doesn't want us connected to the world. It opens up the doors to demons. The term world often refers to a vast system of the age that Satan promotes and that exists independent of God. It consists not only of obviously evil, immorality, sinful lifestyles, values of the world, but also refers to spirits of rebellion 
against indifferences to God and his revelation that exists within all human enterprises under Christ's lordship. In this age, Satan uses the world ideas, morality, philosophy, psychology, desires, government, government. This is why Christians got to get out of this Republican mess. Government, Satan uses this. And you get involved with it, now you're going to come up against Christ with an anti-Messiah spirit honoring Donald Trump. Barack Obama, all any of them. Honor Jesus. They just men. Barack Obama was the first president to legalize homosexuality. That's worse than all of them. Education, science, arts, medicine, music, economic system, entertainment, that's the devil, fashion, mass media, religious sports, agriculture, to oppose God, his people, his word, and his righteous standards, Matthew sixteen twenty six. 1 Corinthians 2.12, 1 Corinthians 3.19, Titus chapter 2.12, and 1 John 2.15.16 examines, for example, Satan will use the medical profession to promote the killing of unborn babies, agriculture, to produce life-destroying drugs such as alcohol, narcotics, education systems to promote ungodly and uh, unhuman philosophies, atheist ideologies, fashion industries to break down um, morals and morality in, in a clean way of clothing, entertainment media to undetermine biblical moral standards and values. Believers must be aware that behind all human enterprise, there's a spirit power that moves against God and his word, some to be lesser degrees, some to be greater degrees. Finally, the world also includes all man-made religious systems and unbiblical, worldly, and lukewarm Christian organizations and churches, such as Prosperity Doctrine, the Baptist Church. Satan, in Matthew 4.10, is the god of the present world system, of, uh, John chapter 12.31 and John 14.30 and John 16.11 and 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 and 1 John chapter 5.19. Along with a host of stubborn evil spirits, he controls Daniel 10.13, Luke chapter 4.5-7, Ephesians 6.12-13. Satan has organized the world into a political, cultural, economic, and religious system that are hostile toward God and his people. John chapter 7 verse 7, John chapter 15 verse 18, James chapter 4 verse 4, 1 John chapter 2 verse 16 through 18, and that refuse to submit to his truth which express his evil, John 7 7. The world and the true church are two distant groups of people. The world is under Satan's domination. The church belongs exclusively to God. Thus, believers must be separate themselves from the world, the spirit of this age. In the world, believers are strangers and pilgrimage, Hebrews 11.13, 1 Peter 2.11. Now, if we're strangers and pilgrimage, why are we acting like the world? They are called out ones from the world, John 15.19. Jesus has called us out of that. So we shouldn't want to be part of that, especially the political system, the entertainment system, 
how can you be a Christian in the rap music? I don't believe in Christian rap because the beats aren't worldly. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't, I don't rap. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, it's all right, you know. But uh, Satan controls all that, especially the music industry. Who are are exalted to long comforts to the world, or, and who loves the world? Jesus said, "We must overcome the world." And we must hate the evil world. And we must die to the world and its desires and be delivered from the world. We must not love the world. It defiles our fellowship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. According to 1 John 2.16, these aspects of sinful uh, world uh, created hostility towards God for the lust of the flesh. It includes impure desires, running after sinful pleasures and sexual gratification. The lust of the eyes, this refers to coveting or lusting after the things that God don't want you to have. And you may be forgetting, but you still want it because of the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, because it's of the world. This is how we get these spirits. Now, 1 John 2.15 says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world... The love of the Father is not in him. Now, you need to really check your Christianity. If you love the world more than Christ and his word, you really need to check your Christianity. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh. That's in Galatians five nineteen through 21. So it says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh. Well, let's look at the lust of the flesh so we can know why God doesn't want us to be in the world. Because the lust of the flesh open up doors to demons. Now, if you commit one sin one time, you may not get a demon. But if you commit the same sin over and over and over, that's a pattern for your soul that's open and you're weak with that link. It could be generational. It could be demonic, inherited. Only God knows, and you have to really cry out to God. But if you don't know the loss of the flesh, you think you're in the world. You, but if you have lust of the flesh, that's not that's not of God. So here in First John two sixteen it says, "For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh." Well, let's look at the lust of the flesh. What is this that John the apostle was talking about? In Galatians chapter 5, he says, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, that's in the world, fornication, having sex outside marriage, and spiritual fornication. Do you know spiritual sins are more than physical sins, spiritual uh, idolatry, spiritual adultery? People always judge folks about a particular sin. Man, sin is sin. I don't care what it is. It's still sin. It may be uh, greed. Greed comes from lust of vindication. That's the desire of the world. We're not supposed to be getting rich. The Bible says seek not to become rich. Who said million-dollar ministry? You see, anytime you hear that, that they done went off. They done went off track from God. They're all about money. Uncleanness, lasciviousness, wanting something that's not yours. That's not Christ-like. Idolatry. Witchcraft, that's controlling people. Do you know women can control men through sex? Men can control women through sex with the demon in them. 
Now, take the children out, okay? I want everyone to take the children out. This is about what I'm about to say is not for children. So I'm giving you an opportunity to get the children out of the room because I'm going to show you how the devil really tricks people. <laughs> the devil make you be you the best thing on this earth, and God says he shows no respect to person. I was counseling a lady with me and Sister Durden, and she said she had the best, you know what, that any woman can have. I said, that's impossible. She said, how you know? You ain't never had it. I said, ma'am, God shows no respect to person. God created everybody in his own image to love us all. God don't give us no special uh, gift in the flesh of how some feel. You know what that is? The Lord revealed to me what they think. They ain't nothing demons in their vagina or demons in the man's penis. Oh, he just turned me on, and you, you know, and oh, he just got it. It's a demon, specifically demon tapping something in her flesh or her vagina. Demons. But I got something ain't nobody got. Oh, really? And we're all created in the image of God. Man, the devil is a lie. Emulations, wrath, strife, heresy, seditions, envy, murder drunkenness, reveling, that's partying all the time, and such like of that which I tell you before, as I also have told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. You shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Definition of inherit. Definition of inherit. Okay, here's the definition of inherit. Receive money, property, or title. As a, you won't be able to get that. Perceive the holder. Inherit a fortune. Given some someone for gratitude and thanks. You can't inherit that if you operate that. But what's causing it? Being in the world. Because the Bible says in 1 John 2, 16, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh that we just looked at, we looked at that, and the lust of the eye. That comes from Adam and Eve in Genesis 3, 6. And the lust of the eye. That's how we all got that, that thing there, because of Eve. Go to Genesis 3, 6. I got to get another Bible. Pays all coming all off. Genesis 3, 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes, Eve got caught up in that same thing. That's how the world got in her. Satan. See, Satan controlled that. Pride. We're supposed to hate the world. We ain't supposed to love the world. How are you going to walk with Christ and walk with the devil? This is why a lot of Christians are schizophrenic, and they don't recognize that they're schizophrenia, which is nothing but clusters of demonic spirits. Now, we're going to move on. So don't have no loving for the world, man. Don't be separate. Second Corinthians 
6, 7, 16, come out from among them. God don't want us to be dealing with them and dealing with the world. He wants us to be a special people unto him. Amen. All right. We have to get going to work now. We got some more. Okay. Evil spirits will be especially active in the last days of this age, promoting the occult. The occult is at its highest right now. Uh, it is a lot of people into witchcraft. Uh, there are a lot of movies. E.T. was made in the 80s. It wasn't but a demon. And then you got Harry Potter movies. And Oh, my God. I saw children one time. I was watching a video. And the guy said to the children, I work witchcraft. I work witchcraft. And I said, ma'am, do you realize what your children say? Oh, it's okay. They don't, it's just something. I can't tell her that that was wrong. She can't, you know, that's her child. But it's like that. Also, uh, the devil will put an assault on sound doctrine. And, 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 and he, with these demons, will really bring it. And he's doing it with prosperity ministry. The ultimate outpouring of demonic activity will be in the Antichrist and his followers in 2 Thessalonians 2, 9, Revelations 13, 2, and 8. Now, in his miracles, Jesus often attacked the powers of Satan and the demonic. He attacked them. We said that uh, yesterday. He, he, he attacks them. Now, the Bible says some things about demonic oppression. What does the Bible say about demonic oppression? There's a strong biblical evidence that a Christian cannot be demonized. The question then arises regarding what influence powers a demon can have over a Christian. Many Bible teachers describe demonic influence on a Christian as demonic oppression to distinguish it from possession. The Bible says that the devil seeks to devour believers in 1 Peter 5.8, and Satan and his demons schemes against Christians, Ephesians 6.11. As Satan attempts, and the demonic force attempts to cause us to sin, to oppose us against God, then the demon wins. Demonic oppression is when a demon is temporarily victorious over a Christian, successfully tempting a Christian to sin and hindering his ability to serve God with a strong testimony. If a Christian continues to allow demonic oppression in his or her life, the oppression can increase to the point that the demon has a very strong influence over the Christian's thoughts, behavior, and spirituality. Christians who allow continually sin open themselves up for greater and greater oppression. Confession and repentance of sins are necessary to restore fellowship with God, who can then break the power of the demonic influence. The Apostle John gives us great encouragement in this area. We know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. The one who was born of God keeps him safe, and the evil one cannot harm him, 1 John 5, verse 18. For the Christian, the power for victory over and freedom from demonic oppression is always available. John describes the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world, 1 John 4, 4. Use Christ in you. 
Now, you've got to have faith to use Christ in you, and the devil knows that. You see, don't give the devil no place, Ephesians 4.27. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. The demons hate your faith. They don't want you to have faith. The disciples didn't have faith. They couldn't cast it out. He said, oh, you have little faith. So make sure, do not allow the demons to oppress your faith. The power of the enveloping Holy Spirit in Romans 8, 9 is always available to overcome demonic oppression. Get the Holy Ghost. No demon, not even Satan himself, can prevent a Christian from surrendering to the Holy Spirit and thereby overcoming any and all demonic oppressions. Do you pray in the Holy Ghost according to Jude 1, 19, 20, 21, and 22? Do you know that that would really push out a lot of demons? Pray in the Holy Ghost and pray in tongues as you pray unto God. That is a very powerful, powerful form of communication to God alone, not in the church. There must be an interpreter. I'm talking about at home. You can really get rid of some demonic spirits when you really press into the spirit room. Peter encouraged believers to resist the devil, standing firm in faith, 1 Peter 5, 9. Being firm and steadfast in the faith means relying on the power of the Holy Spirit to successfully resist demonic influence. Faith is built up spiritual discipline on feeding on the word of God, persistent prayer and fasting and godly fellowship. Strengthening our faith by these means enable us to put on the shield of faith with which we can fight the enemy through all flaming arrows of the evil one, Ephesians six sixteen. What does the Bible say about demonic possession or demonic possession? What does the Bible say about demon possession, I'm sorry, slash demonic possession? We're having a seminar, and we're having some good fun here. And we're really going to get to it after this one. Oh, boy, we got some good stuff here. What does the Bible say about demon possession slash demonic possession? The Bible gives some examples of people possessed or influenced by demons. From these examples, we can find symptoms of demonic influence and gain insight of how a demon possesses someone. Here are some of the biblical passages, Matthew chapter 9, verse 32 and 33, Matthew chapter 12, verse 22, Matthew chapter 17, verse 18, Mark chapter 5, verse 1 through 20, chapter 7, verse 26 through 30. Luke chapter 4, verse 33 through 36. Luke chapter 22, verse 3. Stand by. I have someone at the door. Some members uh, for the Internet radio in my neighborhood are coming to hear the word, and the word is on in, in my room, so they can come in and they see it on, on the big screen. So please wait one minute, please. Okay, we're back. All right. In some of these passages, the demon possessed caused physical alignments, such as inability to speak and epileptic symptoms. 
and also blindness. In other cases, it caused the individual to do evil. Judas, being the main example in Acts 16, verse 16 through 18, the spirit apparently gave a slave girl some ability to know the things beyond her own imagination. The demon-possessed man in the Garcinian Act, who was possessed by a multitude of demons, which was legions, had supernatural strength and lived naked among the tombstones. King Saul, after rebelling against the Lord, was troubled by an evil spirit in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 14 through 15, 1 Samuel 18, verse 10 through 11, 1 Samuel chapter 19, verse 9 through 10, with the apparent effect of a depressed mood and an increased desire to kill King David. So he was dealing with the spirit of murder, spirit of jealousy. This is anointed king. So the devil don't care who he used. Amen. Don't let him use you. Now, here we go. Jesus became famous when he cast out demons. Did you know that? That's how his fame spread aboard. And you ask the average pastor, what made Jesus famous? Turn the water into wine. I hear that all the time. I remember I went to a mall <laughs> many years ago with $100 in my pocket to give out if people can quote nine scriptures about the devil. I came back with that same money. So the next week I went out, and I said, what's the first miracle Jesus did? They said, turning water into wine. Casting out demons is a miracle ministry. And I don't know how the world got it mixed. It's the devil. The devil don't want you to know that Jesus fame was famous because he, he got kicked out of people. His demons got kicked out of human beings. He don't want you to know that. He want to hide that from you. He don't want you to have no no uh, encouragement. He wants to destroy you. In Mark one twenty three, and there was in their synagogue, notice it says synagogue, which is a Saturday, a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out. Now, when they saw this, they ain't never saw nothing like this before. Now, here it is, 2023, and some people ain't never saw nothing like this before either, and they can see it if there's anointed ministry in that church. People need to see this. Notice in verse 27, 28, and they were all ama amazed insomuch as they questioned among themselves, saying, what thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commanded he even the unclean spirit, and they do obey him. Now watch this, verse 28. And immediately his fame spread it aboard throughout all around about Galilee, his fame. Jesus became famous because he cast out demons. Anointed music will free you from demonic spirits. In 1 Samuel chapter 
uh, 16, verse 23, and it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took a harp and played with his hands, and Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. So anointed music can really help you get deliverance from demons. Also, Psalms 37, verse, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Psalms 32, verse 7, thou art my hiding place, thou shalt preserve me. From trouble, thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Now, you can get delivered four ways. There are four ways you can get delivered from evil spirits. One, music is what we told you. Second way you can get delivered from evil spirits, you ain't got to call nobody. I need to find a deliverance minister. No, the deliverance minister is going whether a deliverance minister there or not. Here it is right here, Matthew 8.16. Matthew, I'm in Mark, Matthew 8, And when the eve was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits, more than one, with his word. You can cast out demons with the word. When you read the word, you can catch spirits come out to you. Cause they don't want they don't want that coming in your spirit. They'll come out, you'll be yarning. So you can do self deliverance by reading the word. And heal all that were sick. And you can also get healed from sickness if you read the word and believe you get healed. You got to have faith to get deliverance. Go to Mark seven twenty nine. And he said, for this saying, go thy way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. She said something. Now go to verse 28 in Mark 7:28. And she answered and said unto him, yes, Lord, yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. She was humble. And then she was a Syrophoenician woman. If you go, you'll see really what happened. Let's go to 20, 24, Mark 7:24. And from there he arose and went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon and entered into the house, into the house, not the church. It was a house. Would have not man known it, but he could not be hid. For a certain woman, unclean spirit, heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek Syrophoenician. She was a Gentile. So this Gentile woman believed in Jesus. And Jesus honored that, and the evil spirit left. Another way you can get delivered from evil spirits is deliverance, where the pastor, where the man said go, and you, but both of you have to agree now. He can say go, come out in the name of Jesus all day, but if you don't believe, it ain't not going to happen. So you got to have faith. How can two come together unless they agree? Amos 3.3. 3. How can two come together unless they agree? Amen. Amos 3.3. 3. And another way you can get delivered from evil spirits is verbal command. And verbal command is in the book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 32. And he said unto them, Go. And when they come out, 
they went into the herd of swines. And behold, the whole herd of swines ran down violently the step and into the sea and perished in the water. Now, they go into the sea because those were marine spirits that went back to their inhabitants. I tell you, Deliverance Ministry is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful ministry with much revelation. The Lord wants you to fight for your family, fight for your children. You need to learn the ministry of deliverance. In Nehemiah 4.14, he says, fight for your children, fight your family. You have to fight. We don't want to fight, but you got to fight. You got to fight the good fight of faith. What is making us not want to have faith? The devil. Why we have to fight? Well, if any unclean spirit see you and recognize you as his house, wouldn't you want to fight too? It don't even recognize your name. Luke eleven twenty three. When the unclean spirit come out of the bed and say, "This is my house. This is my house," he says, "You don't even care nothing about you." So you have no choice but to fight the good fight of faith. Amen. So I want you to go to Nehemiah four fourteen. Nehemiah 4.14. And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, Be ye not afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible, and fight for your brethren, your sons, and your daughters, and your wives, and your house. We have to fight, and we have to fight by the blood of Jesus. Where's in the Bible that casting out demons is a miracle ministry? Uh, in the Bible, the deliverance ministry is a miracle ministry. In the Bible where a man was casting out demons and the disciples was trying to stop him. Luke 9.45. Let's go to Luke 9.45. Luke 9.49, there we go, Luke 9.49, got it, Luke 9.49, Luke 9.49, Matthew, Mark, Luke, hot off the press, unscript, <laughs> as usual, Luke 9.49, we'll find it. And John answered and said, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and we went before him because he followed not us. Now watch this. And John answered and said, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and we forbid him because he followed not us. Now these were people that saw Jesus. They were casting out demons. They never met Jesus, but they saw what he did. And look what Jesus says. And Jesus said unto him, Forbid him not, for he that is not against us is for us. Now let's go to Mark 9.38. Here it shows in Mark 9.38, that casting out demons is a miracle ministry, and it is a ministry for you. You have to fight for your children, fight for your family. For you husbands, you need to learn this. For you wives, you need to learn this for your husband. Apply it on each other. Lay hands on each other. Don't, don't be going to let some prophet lay hand on you. You don't know him. 
We have to fight. In Mark 9:39, and John answered him, saying, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and he followed not us. And we forbid him, because he followed not us. But Jesus said, Forbid him not, for there is no man which shall do a miracle in my name that can lightly speak evil of me. Casting out demons, it is a miracle ministry. It is a miracle ministry. We have to fight for our children. We have to fight for our country. We have to come up against spiritual warfare every day. If you don't know spiritual warfare, you are not a Christian. If you think that you're going to get by by just going to church on a Sunday and putting the Bible down up on the on the uh, podium, podium when I used to go in different homes doing <laughs> doing home exorcism, I saw Martin Luther King on the left side, John S. Kennedy, and then I saw the Bible in the middle. I didn't know what that was all about. But uh, don't put your Bible up in the shelf. You need to really open that book up, man, because it's life, and understand that you have an enemy. The enemy, the accuser of brethren, his name is the devil, Satan, and he doesn't care anything about you. I'm going to do a whole series on Satan. So we got a lot to cover, and we're going to really get into the revelation part of how you can understand deliverance. Amen. I hope that you have been blessed tonight. I pray that you've learned something. And I ask that you would lift me up in prayer and sow a seed. Please sow a seed. Go to www.livedeliverance.com. I have some personal challenges, but I know God will always come through here. He has never let this radio station go without his bills being paid. The Lord Jesus has supported this radio station. Now, I give it to the Lord because it's not me. I don't ask for special offerings. I don't ask for pastor's appreciation day. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in uh, first lady calling the people first lady. I really don't believe in the world teaching me when to worship Christ on Easter. I don't recognize it's the resurrected day. Easter is a a pagan holiday. And a lot of people don't realize that. But we're going to do a, a teaching on that also during this segment of the Ministry of Deliverance. I pray that you learned something. Please go to www.livedeliverance.com and look on the lower left-hand side of the icon. You see a PayPal site. You can sort of see there or go to www.livedeliverance.com and go to our GoFundMe, and you can sort of see there. Now, if you'd like to come into the room, I'm going to be in here for a minute. If anybody wish to call in, uh, error code 646-378-1857, option number one. You can call in right now, and I can talk to you for prayer. If you want to become a member, easy. Email me. Give me a call at 678-701-3733. I do answer phones sometimes when I'm very busy. I don't have long-stretch conversations. I know people would like to talk to me for two or three hours. I just don't have the time, and I don't want nobody to think I'm trying to be rude to them. All right, this is Deliverance Session 2. I, I, I had it set up earlier properly with the proper names and stuff, but I hope that I can redo it. But as long as you got the word, the enemy tried to come up and shut it down, but he lost like he always will. If we apply the word of God, it works. God bless you and shalom to you. Okay, those who are listening to me, 
at www.livedivers.com. We'll go back to false prophets. Here we go. All right, those in the blog talk chat room, God bless you, and that's it for tonight. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.